It's the biggest March ever. Big premieres, big families, and big surprises. This month on Disney Plus, stream blockbusters like West Side Story, Free Guy, and Disney's Encanto, as well as original movies and series like Olivia Rodrigo Driving Home to You, Cheaper by the Dozen, Pixar's Turning Red, and Marvel Studios' Moon Knight. All of these and more streaming this month on Disney+. Plus. Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Convos. My name's Ashley, and this is my cousin, confidant, and co-host, Reagan. And here we like to discuss things that are going on in the world. And what's going on in our own lives. Nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and join us for another Saturday Night Conversation. Welcome back to an all-new episode of Saturday Night Convos. We are... Welcome to February. That is exciting. Yet another month. We are still living. That is exciting. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise it. Um, You know, if you're in Canada, you're probably only hearing about the trucking rallies. That's I, that, that, I feel that's like the big news. A lot the Olympics of the world are going is hearing on. about it right now. What? <laughs> but yeah, there's a. I feel like there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, and we talked about the Freedom Convoy on the last episode. But a week later, it's still going on. <laughs> we are thinking of anybody who is currently in Ottawa right now. <laughs> Like, okay, when it started, I did not think they would go for a full, like, I think it's like eight days now, nine days. Like, we're headed into two weeks here. Like, I, and there's also, like, lawsuit. I feel like somebody is suing the convoy for, like, $10 million. Because, because they've been honking. Yeah, noise, yeah. If I was in the convoy, that would bug me. Yeah. <laughs> like I and I understand I do. I understand what they're trying to do, even though like their messaging is kind of all over the place. Diverted from their original. Yeah. Um however, it's very loud. Yeah. Yeah. But what kills me is like if you've seen like video clips, it they've They've set up like there's people cooking. There's like they, it's they basically like they had a like hockey a, tournament. It's basically like a you know when there's football, it's like a, it's a tailgate. tailgate. It's a tailgate <laughs> in part in like Parliament Square on Wellington. And so now Ottawa has declared a state of emergency, which is not funny at all. Like that's it's not. It's not. But at a certain point, we have to deal with the fact that we have quite a few people who are upset. Mm -hmm. So, and you know the people that are there, they represent how many more people throughout this Exactly. We can't be just like, well, these are an isolated few. Yeah. No, there's more people because there was also rallies in Toronto Mm-hmm. And there was one in London ones, here. There's one at the Sarnia Bridge or the there's, Blue Blue yeah, Water Bridge. Blue Water, yeah. There's been Alberta. ones in Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> as you know, isolated as Windsor is. Yeah. Like 
So these are happening. <laughs> what I love is at Sarnia, it was just a whole bunch of tractors. <laughs> you know what, though? That's what it was in Toronto, too. No, but but to me, it's showing the alliance with the trucking association or not that like a lot of the trucking associations have basically been like, we don't support this, Mm -hmm. Um, but just a whole bunch of tractors showing up is very, yes, (laughs) it's very Canadian, Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So back to this state of emergency so they are going to i lost do you have i don't know i found it so this is from bbc i found this one in bbc actually like this is like we made it all the way to british newspaper source the british broadcasting corporation actually yeah (laughs) um newspaper it's not a newspaper it's television Mm -hmm. anyways um so yeah, so they're like cutting off fuel supply for these people. <laughs> How are they doing that? Well, anybody who is caught um, like bringing in gas cans is subject to being fined or arrested. Huh. Yeah. And they're also um, forcing like, so you know how I said they have like a soup kitchen or like food available like people mm-hmm. are giving food and soup and stuff they're they're forcing those to move four kilometers away <laughs> i i knew that there was so like there's there's the main drag of wellington so there's vehicles on that but not all of vehicles can fit there yeah so there's another let's call it an encampment of trucks like outside of that main one am i right on that i believe i feel like yeah Yeah, and i I don't i don't i don't know where that one is located Mm -hmm. but like (sighs) yeah no so um in this article it says that police said on sunday that they would step up enforcement including possible arrests of those seeking to aid the protesters by bringing them supplies like fuel toilet paper and food like the start of covid so they're trying to cut off the essentials so that the truckers go away but see i saw another article this morning that said um if they tried to tow the trucks out they would have difficulty with that because they're like big rigs or whatever Mm -hmm. so they can't be easily moved i but i think what like literally what we're getting to is okay you can try and cut them off but they're probably gonna find a way to mm-hmm. get essentials yeah because you're in downtown mm-hmm. there's stores there yeah but a lot of the stores are closed oh true um but really even if they leave they can come back like this issue isn't gonna go away and you're just looking at a minority of a population which is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I don't know. And like you were saying before we started, Trudeau didn't help things. He only inflated them by calling these people right-wing crazies and fringe minorities, right? Like, and I think that, like, that's, and I think we said this on last week's, is that the West, so we're talking about, like, Alberta, Saskatchewan, BC, like, they very much do not feel heard. And if you are listening from BC and you do and you want to like email me or Instagram me and tell me that you feel heard and you love the government and I'm just a crazy like whatever, do so. I feel I'm fine with that. However, the West is very like, you know, Toronto is very much loved by the government where the rest is whatever. So they've just kind of reached a breaking point and they're like, you know what? We've had enough of this. So I don't know if it's all about the mandate. I think it's just at this point, they're like, F this. Mm-hmm. We're done with this. Mm-hmm. So the mandate was kind of like the tipping point. The trucking mandate. Yes. Yes. The trucking, t- the trucking mandate was the tipping point, but the bigger picture is all the other mandates. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think that it's the government's job like they're voted in by the people so you should meet with the people that you represent and you know people probably didn't vote for Trudeau who are at the convoy but he still has a duty to listen to those people to represent the people yes right like that's I think I think he's so off his horse at this point where he's like mm-hmm. yeah. you're a drama teacher <laughs> like it act like the prime minister yeah yeah now the other interesting thing about all this is that aaron o'toole got voted got voted out and he met with the uh truckers and stuff so i don't know if that was like a catalyst maybe one of many catalysts but it's just interesting that he got voted out like canadian politics is going in the garbage right now going down the toilet down the drain I don't know. It will be interesting to see who gets brought in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I don't typically vote conservative, which I'm I'm fine saying that, but not like NDP is doing anything. <laughs> no, but we're typically at a tipping point. Typically, you do it's either conservative or liberal, and we just go back and forth. Yeah, a hundred percent. And right now, the liberals are just yeah diving, diving. It's yeah. it's going downward. Yeah, it is. No, you know what? I saw a quote from the interim leader this morning on Facebook, and I who's can't... the interim leader? It's a woman. Okay, I don't know what her name is, but um, I can't find it now. But she said something to the um, the effect of you know, Trudeau, this isn't like communist China. This is like a democracy and you're not the appointed leader. You're an elected leader. And that's, I think how a lot of people feel is like you're voted in, Mm -hmm. like you, it's, it's your position to meet with the people who have basically come there to, they didn't feel like they were being listened to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens. <laughs> or how long it goes on for. 
Well, the GoFundMe page for the this got shut that down. got cut off because um, they say they were using funds for I don't know, not good purposes or something. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they could have bought gas with that. Well, and see, that's the other thing. I keep seeing tweets on Twitter um, making the point that when you buy gas, you're supporting the government, right? Because that money goes back to the government. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Are the truckers doing, are they, are they like showing the government anything or, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, right? Like I, I, their initial, and I mean initial concept. Yeah. I, but the U.S. had the same mandate, right? Like we're, we're, it's yeah, partisan. But, yes, but see, it's not, it's the fact that we are so restricted here, right? In exactly. the U.S., and in the in US, the fifth, you can do anything you want. Hell, you can go the, to a, and you can go you can to, go to a, a concert. Game. Yeah, you can go to a concert without a mask. And I, 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 th- I think we're almost. And I'm not meaning to say. Oh, your background changed. I, I we're almost. I don't mean to say this rudely, but like the U.S. looks at us almost like funny now because like we have so many mandates. Yep, hundred percent. And it's almost creating like when when I see all these like save our kids and I'm like I don't really understand it at first I didn't understand it because on a route I walk in my town I saw those for a while like probably a year at this point I was like what does that mean Mm -hmm. and then I started seeing this the those signs on this truckers convoy or yeah the freedom convoy and now I understand it because I understand being a parent, what the last two years has done to the emotional, psychological, whatever development for kids. Yeah. So at a certain point, I get it. I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. But I also understand that the government is, we vote them in. We are an electoral democracy. I hope I said that right. <laughs> you did. And that. That's what Trudeau's standing on right now. He's saying people elected him prime minister because they wanted mandates and they wanted firm action. He didn't win no, the popular but, vote. No, exactly. And I think that's that's the issue here is yeah. It it I don't there's there's so many. There's so many issues. Yeah. We I think we could talk about this all day. We could. But we're not going to. We're not going to. Um, it's, move it's on. Just, it's just like how we could talk about Trump all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Queen has now been in for 70 years. So if we're talking about the Queen, we are talking about uh, Queen Elizabeth um, the second, uh, who is the um, Canada, if you don't know, so history lesson, Canada is a commonwealth, is within the commonwealth of uh, Britain. Um, I don't know how many countries are in the commonwealth. Mm, A lot. A lot, yeah. So the United States is not in the commonwealth. Canada is. So basically, it's just a token. Like, really, in all honesty, 
Yeah. There's no overhead decision-making. The governor general is the representative of the queen in the country. Just clear that up. Um, So the queen has been reigning for 70 years this year. It was a long freaking time. Yeah, and you know what? I was wondering who the second longest reigning was, and it's Queen Victoria, which I should mm-hmm. know on, but anyways. Queen Victoria and then King George is third. So she has been in power for 70 years and one day. Uh, Queen Victoria was in power for 63 years and 216 days. Which was a long time and like when she was alive, because wasn't yeah. she was 1800s. Yeah, 1837 to 1901. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 70 years. Like, I mean, that's an accomplishment. Like, well, like, just think of what she's lived through. She's lived through, she was born during World War One. Yeah, because she served in World War Two. She served in World War Two. Yeah. 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 Like it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's, she's it will, a lot of life. <laughs> it's, it's almost strange to think that one day she will not be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, she's like, what, 96? She's 96. So, I mean, we don't know when, right? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, it'll be weird. And honestly, I'm not super excited about um, Prince Charles. I, I feel like a lot of people aren't excited about Prince Charles. He's just like, there's so much history there, and he's like, oh, he's like that chocolate that you don't love, but yeah. you eat anyways. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, I think there's so much history there. Like he does a lot like he's he's stepped up a lot in terms of like royal duties and stuff yeah but we still like he's always just been in the background Mm -hmm. just leaves a sour taste in your mouth yeah yeah so in what speech did she give she gave a yeah it was her um her platinum jubilee message. Um, so in this, she elevated Camilla, who is Prince Charles' wife. They married in 2005. So she elevated um, Camilla to become queen when he becomes king. Mm-hmm. Which, when they married, it says, uh, when Charles married Camilla in 2005, the couple announced that she intended to be known as uh, princess consort, despite having uh, the right to a title of queen, was seen as a recognition of the sensitivities around a title that was destined for Diana. Mm-hmm. So um, it also says that the queen would be expected to consult her direct heir, so Charles and William, before making such a significant announcement about titles, which suggests they both agree and felt the British public is ready to accept Kamala's queen. But is the British public ready to be accepting of that? (sighs) 
I, I yeah I just I feel like there's so much history there with Diana right um and everybody knows kind of how Camilla played in the background between Charles and Diana mm-hmm. while the two of them were married um when Diana died it was not handled well at all by the British mm-hmm. monarchy and there was a lot of people who were upset um and so when I saw this I was like oh hot damn like I don't think that would be accepted well but maybe that's just my interpretation of it in all honesty I didn't I didn't read that part Mm -hmm. um however I feel like it's almost like tying up loose ends Mm -hmm. like at the at the end of the day like Prince Philip has passed so the queen's husband has passed um, at this point, like the fact that the queen has lived this long, mm-hmm. it's probably tying up so that if like, if she were to die Ed, tomorrow, if she were to die tomorrow, like yeah. they have secession plans in place. Um, so that way, like for when that happens, it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like Prince, like Prince Charles, was like, even though like I feel like at the time when they married, it's understandable, but now we're fourteen years later. Mm-hmm. No, more than that, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen in April because I think they got married in April. Um, yeah, and- so. It it might give light. It, it could be a way also to kind of modernize the monarchy in a way. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are families with second marriages and, you know, those people in second marriages are typically regarded as whatever. They're, like, accepted by most families. Every family has their own issues. Um, but it's a modern thing to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just think that it's... Like, no, we've talked before about, like, let's just skip over Charles um, and go to William. Unfortunately, but- I think his genes are too good for that. <laughs> Because the only way that you could skip over him is if he abdicated, which he's not going to yeah. do because he's like 68 years old, or he would have to die. And both yeah. of his parents live into their 90s. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're stuck with him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, however, that means William will live a long time. So we hope. Hopefully. Hopefully. But I. I don't know. Really, in all honesty, how much do they do? not a lot so yeah so really Mm -hmm. let's give it to charles he can go sit on his golden throne (laughs) yeah yeah i'm just saying if his mother can rule at 96 Mm. yeah yeah anyway I don't know. That's that's kind of the concept, but I think it, it is like slowly modernizing it mm-hmm. and 
and I and as I said before, we came on like the the royal family has had like I feel like every every year's a little bit more bumpy. But this year, like they've they've endured a sex scandal. Oh um, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. With, with with Prince Andrew, who has like um stepped down from royal do du- like all royal duties. He's got all of his um patron patron patronage his titles taken, have been taken away. Yeah. Take it, all his titles yeah, have been taken away. Um, so I feel like this is just something like they'll typically be like, look at this, or we're awarding something to this person, or um, but I feel like they've slowly been adding stuff to Camilla. Like she was um given a title a couple of years ago with something order of something, I don't remember. Um so I think there's they've slowly been adding stuff to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking you about your point on you said modern the monarchy. The parallel of that is that Megan's introduction to the family was supposed to modernize the monarchy That's... by having a biracial relationship, right? And somebody outside of the um, hubbub of the royal circle. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's. And then there's Megxit. Yeah. And it's just, it's 22 degrees of separation. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I personally would much rather have them better accept Megan than to uplift Camilla, but that's just. I don't disagree like in all honest like I like if you look at everything that Harry and Meg or like Harry and William went through as young kids yeah like you don't it's not surprising why Harry chose to go in the the route he did oh absolutely not and I and I think that that is highly overlooked and the fact that he has a very strained relationship from his father. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. however, that's our next king. So exciting. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So next we're talking Olympics because it's February 2022, and the Olympics are here, Ashley. Oh, I'm so excited. Have you watched any of them before we go on? No. <laughs> God, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so they are being held in China. And um, I think last week we talked a little bit about this, but I feel like I took it out because our episode was super long. But oh. um, I had said... I wasn't sure how the Olympics would work out because they're in China. And as yes. we know, China is a communist nation and they've gotten a lot um, more insular in the past, probably mm, five to 10 years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. With uh, Xi Jinping, yes, I know the ruler of China. <laughs> With Xi Jinping as, you know, supreme leader or whatever. 
whatever yeah. his title is. Um, but so with the um, Olympics being there, there was a reporter, a Danish reporter, whose name I cannot pronounce. Um, and he was taken off live air by the Chinese police because he was, um, or Chinese security because he was not being pro-China. Um, it says an incident involving a Dutch reporter in the middle of a live broadcast who was dragged away by Chinese security officials was an isolated incident and will not affect foreign media's reporting at the Beijing Games. He was delivering a live report on Friday evening when he was forcefully dragged away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was later able to do his report, but the Chinese officials stood like and watched him deliver it so that he wouldn't go off script about anything so what do you think of like um because freedom of the press in china doesn't really exist yeah what do you think about this um i feel like this needed to have been something like (laughs) to have taken into account Mm -hmm. and like the mental health of the participants the mental health of the reporters the mental health of everybody like that's highly stressful um and that going forward china shouldn't be able to hold the games like i don't give a shit like the fact that i'm i think i'm probably reading the same article of you but games participants including media are restricted to a closed loop during the game which includes the venues, the media, and the accommodation. So basically you're stuck probably in the Olympic bubble, Mm -hmm. which makes sense during COVID. However, like, I just, you're reporting on the games. What do you think you're going to say? Like, China's a crazy communist? Like, I don't, I don't, Mm-hmm. yeah you know what during the um opening ceremonies i watched a little bit of it i didn't watch all of it but i did watch um the speech given by the ioc dude and the ioc they're kissing china's ass right now okay like they have been all year um because there was an incident with a tennis player and they yes were- i remember that but um they were basically very they were very pro-china they um demonish uh countries who didn't send delegations um and it was just it was very very pro-china and Mm. i don't know i just just to have this kind of i when we're fighting for democracy so much these days when everything's in upheaval i just i can't get behind it especially because so many like places want to host olympics however i know that it is like a especially during covid like Mm -hmm. i feel like this this kind of incident even though the ioc is like it was an isolated incident i don't give a shit 
I don't. Yeah. This person, whoever this person is, because we can't pronounce their name. However, we respect the fact we respect your name. Um, they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fact that these Chinese officials cannot respect that. Mm-hmm. Like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I, I highly, highly doubt that this was an isolated incident. No, and in the CBC article, um, I was just reading, let me just, uh, the reporter um, said it wasn't the first time that it had happened. So, I mean, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they censor everything over there, though. Like, you don't have yeah. access to social media like you do here um i watched i was watching cnn one night actually and they were broadcasting from china and the reporter made the point that whenever an anchor makes um a like a has a like a negative or what china views as negative story on china they just completely stop the feed like they cut it off oh wow and then when it's over the feed comes back on huh yeah um but during the canadian athlete um or like the coaching not the coaching the like the head haunches of the canadian olympic committee they had a news conference last week and they were asked over and over and i don't know why they kept asking this question because any sensible person would know that they're not going to answer your question the way that you want because they're in freaking china but they Mm -hmm. they they were asked multiple times if athletes and coaches had been coached or given a list of things that were off limits to talk about while in china (laughs) and you have to assume every country God did that. Got the memo, right? (laughs) Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know what that list was. It would be. It would be. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, though, if any athletes actually make a, a stand or, you know, whatever, you know? Mm hmm protest in some way yeah. we shall see oh and then, just i sorry sorry the other thing i was just gonna say um xi jinping was sitting with vladimir putin that's surprising so- that's right. that was very sarcastic that's that's the state of the world <laughs> Well, what were you going to say? Oh my God, that's such, that's so fucked up. I like, know. Especially when, like, there's so much other shit going on in the world, and then we just have, like, two, <laughs> two very, crazy. two very interesting people just, like, hanging out drinking sodas. They I don't know American what they were actually sodas? drinking. <laughs> sure. Uh,. What would what would have been the icing on top is if um, Kim Jong Un went too. Oh, and uh, we can tell you right now, this episode will not air in China because it is not pro-China. 
No, it isn't. <laughs> Anyways, let us know what you think about the um, Olympics being held in China. Does it matter to you or do you just watch the Olympics because you like watching the Olympics? I honestly don't know how many how this would compute for a lot of people. I mean, I feel isn't like- there 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 was a year where was it, Russia was banned from the Olympics, right? Wasn't it nineteen seventy? No, it was two two thousand two two thousand twelve two thousand twelve um maybe. Yeah, you... just I I feel like we have double standards mm-hmm. where Russia has been banned. Yeah, but for... Russia was banned from the Olympics because of a doping scandal. They weren't banned because of human rights allegations. Okay, right, and Russia still is technically they're still under the Olympic um, title. They're not Russia. What do you mean? So because of the doping scandal, athletes were forced to sit out for one Olympics and then they could come back. Okay. But um, they're not called... The ROC. So they... Mm. okay so why are they called the russian so they're called the russian olympic committee um instead okay so this was due to the fact that russia was sanctioned by uh the court of something for sports after it was accused of running a state-backed doping program Mm. so it's not russia it's the russia olympic committee and they're under the IOC. So um, if you watch on, so if you like watch swimming or curling or something and you see like the banner, you know, the, the graphic banner that they put mm-hmm. across where the people come in and touch or whatever, it's the Olympic um, banner. It's not the Russian flag. So that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. You learned something new. I did. <laughs> I feel like everybody learns something new. <laughs> the state of the world we live in. <laughs> no, but I'm in all on it, and people can. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Olympics because it's all about that perfectionism, 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 perfectionism. Yeah. Um, like some of the sports, like I, I have no desire to watch. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? I, I like watching the speed skating. I haven't watched a lot this year, uh, but I do like watching the speed skating. Um, the skiing, like the moguls, is pretty cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey, yeah, maybe, if they're doing well. Um, but during the Summer Olympics, I like watching the cycling and the swimming and the diving. Mm. I like watching diving too. So. Each to their own. Yes, that's right. So yes, lots going on in the world. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add? Nope. I think we covered we covered a broad spectrum of topics today. <laughs> oh, 
I feel like yes. we did a we did good. <laughs> Got a little a little bit of anything and everything for everyone. And if you haven't oh, yes. listened to our uh, most recent podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we 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 this is our forty second episode, Ashley. We did not celebrate our 40th because I don't think either of us knew, but um, two episodes ago was 40, which is very Congratulations. Um, and if you enjoy listening, make sure you like pass us on, like suggest us to your friends or your family uh, if they like podcasts and make sure you like rate us and, you know, give us some feedback on what we could do better. Um if there's anything you like covered um and you can also go and follow us on instagram because although it's not updated regularly right now ashley's going to start taking that over yes and she is going to have some fun with it so yes be sure to stay tuned for that lots of fun stuff yeah <laughs> but we hope you guys have a great week um Take it easy, enjoy each day, and we will keep you updated with how the trucker convoy, Freedom Convoy, is going because it's on our news feed. So it's got to be on yours too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys, have a great week, and we will talk soon. Again soon. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Jackpocket. Jackpocket is the app that lets you play official state lottery games right on your phone. Order tickets for Powerball, Mega Millions, and more at the tap of a button. And get automatic alerts when you win. Plus, receive prizes right through the app. Jackpocket is so convenient and a game changer. Jackpocket players have already won over $100 million in lottery prizes, and now is your chance. Get a free lottery ticket when you try Jackpocket. Just go to jackpocket.com to get the app and use code PODCAST on your first order. That's jackpocket.com code podcast download the app and get your free ticket you must be 18 or older to play if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER please visit jackpocket.com slash tos for full terms of service it's the biggest march ever big premieres big families and big surprises this month on Disney Plus, stream blockbusters like West Side Story, Free Guy, and Disney's Encanto, as well as original movies and series like Olivia Rodrigo Driving Home to You, Cheaper by the Dozen, Pixar's Turning Red, and Marvel Studios' Moon Knight. All of these and more streaming this month on Disney Plus.